0: Hey, it's the Left Coasters Podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm Brian.
1: And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters Podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. And welcome everyone to the second episode of week two of the Left Coasters podcast. My name is Tony Cavallo. I'm with Brian the Ballerina Belzerina. I'm with Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. And today is the day where we break down the battle for LA teams, the Rams and the Chargers. And we look forward to the week ahead and pick all of the week two slate as Brian continues to defend his crown of the Pick'Em Battle champion. We also have a very special guest coming soon. He will be introduced later, but first I want to talk about the two teams. The reason we do this podcast, the Left Coasters focus on the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams. Both had tough Tough games to start. One trended upward, one trended downward. Let's start with the team that played on Sunday, Dangles. Let's break down what happened to the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: As high as we were on them heading into this season, they did not start off their year with as much of a bang as we would like to final from StubHub Center here in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Carson, if we're being specific, was 38-28. to 28, uh, Your final Kansas City Chiefs oust the Los Angeles Chargers. Patrick Mahomes in his first Ever NFL game goes 15 of 27 for. 256 yards, 4 touchdowns. Philip Rivers, meanwhile, 34-51, 424 yards, 3 touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Melvin Gordon's your leading rusher for the Chargers, 15 carries, 64 yards. Kareem Hunt, meanwhile, also tallied 16 carries. He only averaged or, uh, got 49 yards for the day. Tyreek Hill had himself a monster afternoon for the Kansas City Chiefs. 7 catches, 169 yards, 2 touchdowns. Keenan Allen, nothing to sneeze at either. 8 catches for 108 yards and 1 one touchdown. This is a game that the Chargers are very lucky that they were in heading down towards the stretch. This game heading into the fourth quarter, 31 to 12 was the score. Chiefs in the lead, gentlemen. Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams both able to get into the end zone in the fourth quarter to make it a little bit closer, but not the start we were expecting from a team that some of us Think you're going to make it pretty far in the playoffs?
1: No, I completely agree with you. The problem with the Los Angeles Chargers in this game, and you hope it's not the problem for the season because it's the same as it ever was. Problem: there was problems with special teams, there was mental mistakes, there was drop passes. I think you said Phil had almost 420, 430 passing yards. He could have had 500 with how many drops his receivers had, and it was all over the place. Every receiver, every running back made a mistake. Special teams and defense made mistakes. It all has to do with the preparation to enter into this this game. And I don't think the Los Angeles Chargers were as prepared
2: as they needed to be. And I think that shows in their efficiency stats. When you talk about first downs, each team, the Chiefs 19, the Chargers 33. So making more with what you had. And at the same time, when you talk about third down efficiency, the the Chiefs uh, 40 percent, the, the the Chargers, 27. Mm, so That's y- terrible. That's terrible. And when you talk about big plays, giving up big plays in the special teams like they did to to, to Hill, that's going to be those those little nitpicky things. You could be a great, talented team, but if you're not efficient and you're not making good on all of your plays and, and not causing turnovers and all those other things, you're going to find yourself in these oddball games where you're playing well, but you're not winning games. Listen, your first possession might
1: not uh, uh, result in points. Nobody's first possession always does, but Very what you rarely. can't do is on the punt let the guy return at 85 yards and go down 7 to nothing immediately. That's how you can't start off the season. And these, these uh, charges made, shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. Now they have a couple of injuries to deal with, as most NFL teams do. You hope these guys come back fast, but Dangles, uh, this was a huge divisional game to take the loss the way you did. It might have been only a 10-point game, but, but as you said, it felt like a lot more.
0: Would it surprise you to know that there were two 100-yard receivers on the Chargers that day? Not just, not. Not just Keenan Allen. Melvin Gordon, as well, had over 100 yards receiving. He had nine catches for 102 yards. He didn't get into the end zone. He was averaging 11.3 yards a carry. That's to, to get, to get That's back, crazy. To get back to the efficiency point that you were making, guys, there, you can't have two 100-plus pl- yard receivers and not win the game. That's just yeah. not acceptable, especially in division. Look, Tyreek Hill has a big game. He gets three touchdowns, two of them receiving, one of them on the punt return, goes for 169 yards. I think one of the real things that is interesting about this game, looking at the Kansas City rushing stats, is how much they split this up. Kareem Hunt had 16 carries for 49 yards. Really low. Spencer Ware had three carries for 32. He averaged almost 11 yards a carry. The way they're spreading – this rushing game out. If I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm a little worried about this. Like Kareem Hunt's supposed to be your bell cow, right there. And the fact that they're not giving the ball on almost every play is it, it, it would be a little concerning to
1: me. Not only as a fantasy owner, but also as a, as a Chiefs fan. If I were one, if I'm if I'm a Chargers fan, and I am, I'm looking the other way and saying, how do you not let? How do you not make Mahomes make mistakes? This kid is still a young kid, and he played like he Brett out there. He, he was throwing four it all over touchdowns. The
0: place. He averaged almost 10 yards a pass. He was
1: he was a fantastic player there, and that's on the Chargers. That's on the D line not getting to him making some moves because you got to make him make mistakes it
2: was too easy for him and it was crazy it's crazy how efficient he is 15 for tw- 15 for 27 that's yeah. that's saying to me that there was not enough Diversity in your coverages. Look, and at the same time, you didn't pressure him enough. Because if you didn't, if you, you know, what do they say about young quarterbacks? You pressure, you pressure, you pressure. They're gonna make mistakes because they don't know what to do in every situation. So I, you know, I look at the defensive line. And there was just not enough pressure, and not enough, not enough to make the kid to make so, mistakes. and
1: what we don't know with a one-game sample cla- uh, uh, class is that Kansas City might be the best team in the AFC. We don't know. They might be a juggernaut in in, in hiding, and we just happen to lose a ten-point game to them. So let's look towards the future and break down what they're doing next week and week two because. You bounce back. You cannot start this year as you did last year. It can't happen. That's how you lose people' jobs. So Brian, the ballerina, Belzerini. Let's make our first pick. What's going to happen with the Chargers? Who are they playing next week? Chargers next week play the Buffalo Bills. A great bounce back team at Buffalo. At Buffalo. At Buffalo against maybe Josh Allen, maybe Nathan Peterman. It's Who Josh knows? Allen. But it's not going to be pretty for Buffalo. Buffalo was easily the least. <laughs> it's making me giggle how bad Buffalo was on Sunday. So, what, Dangles, what do the Chargers need to do to beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo? I
0: don't know that they need to do a whole lot. I think <laughs> they just need to kind of come out and execute their game plan. I mean, this is not the Bills Mafia that's putting people through tables last year. This is a uh, wings-clipped Bills Mafia that is relying on a guy who in his only start last year threw five picks in the first half and the other guy uh, who is a rookie and is really only known for his massive arm. And who is the last quarterback who we heard about who had a massive arm at the size of Josh Allen? Was it Jamarcus Russell? Where yeah. is he now? Just thinking about it. So anyway, Dr- the, point, purple drink. the point being, if you're relying on LaShawn McCoy to be your only source of offense, you're not going to be doing well. That defense isn't that good. I-, I don't see any way that the Chargers, without shooting themselves in the foot, every single quarter and just tripping over their own two feet, they have to win this game. And you're picking the Chargers? I'm picking the Chargers. It would be embarrassing if they
1: lost. uh, I have to agree with you. This is the perfect team to go up against after this week. I think Kansas City is very, very good. I think Mahomes is a legit player, and they have playmakers everywhere. The Chargers need to win against Buffalo if they want to make the wild card, and I think they handle the business. Brian, do you agree?
2: Yes, I do. I think the L.A. Chargers should win this game, and I expect them to win if they do not win. This will be a little problem. This will a, be an interesting conversation next week. There's no reason to believe they will, but but let's let's hope that they they, they rise to the challenge yeah. and play their play to their talent. They level. have
1: the players everywhere. You just gotta come to play, bounce back chargers. Let's break down the team now that played on Monday night, the last game against John Gruden in his return to Oakland. My did the boo birds come out fast in Oakland. If you had your volume up on the TV watching this game, they were booing Derek Carr in that offense early they Oakland came out fast they came out hyped and they put up an early score but the final score dangles was a little bit
3: different
0: yeah it was uh 20 points is your margin 33 to 13 is the final from the Coliseum in Oakland not the Coliseum in Los Angeles uh Jared Goff 18 of 33 for 233 yards and two touchdowns his counterpart Derek Carr 29 of 40 for 303 yards nary a touchdown three picks however Todd, some ugly picks some ugly picks Todd Gurley returns to uh, midseason form from last year 20 carries for 108 yards Marshawn Lynch meanwhile on the other side 11 carries for 41 yards and a touch on your receiving end Brandon Cooks is your leader for the Rams five catches for 87 yards is a little bit of a slow start for the guy that they paid a lot of money to in the offseason to be their number one receiver meanwhile on the other side of the football it's Jared Cook having a surprising game nine yeah. catches how about for 180 yards didn't find his way into the end zone but for fantasy owners you gotta be real happy if Golly. you took jared
1: cook in like the 14th round where he was still available i have to say this team this rams team showed me a lot today they came out and the raiders were ready to play they took their favorite punch this raiders team was hyped up and juiced up and the rams just said all right we got you they had some mistakes early and i, I like seeing the formations that they had running the the sweeps, sweeps man. every wide receiver is involved and I liked getting Gurley involved in the second half. I wish they had did it more in the first first half, but they got the ball to him what, enough what to make success. What was going on with that, by the way? Sean McVay was like
0: all about the jet motion sweep night. I he loved ran, it. He ran, he ran two. I was, back we to were, back. Brian and I were sitting at the bar watching this game, and I, he runs two in a row. And I looked at him, and I was like, name me the last time in the NFL that a coach has run well back to back jet sweeps. The best
1: part is the first half they ran it over and over again, and always handed the ball off to a receiver. And the second half was the first time they started doing play action off. Of it and it made that defense not know what was going on, and that's when the offense really exploded. Isn't that
0: big trouble for the Raiders? Like, I for mean, sure. that's if you can't defend against the play action, I mean the Rams are a good a offensive team, do wrong. Yeah.
1: But especially a jet sweep play action, exactly. The thing that impressed me the most about this uh, uh Los Angeles Rams team has to be that offensive line. Jared Goff had so much time every time he needed to throw the ball, and Jared Goff made some mistakes again tonight. There was some times we didn't look at the uh, 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 the whole field, especially in the red zone, but there was some plays where Jared Goff was this close to hitting long, long in-stride bombs. And I guarantee you, come midseason when everybody's in their form and they're running the same routes over and over again, those balls to Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods are going for touchdowns if that O-line gives them time. I loved what I saw from that.
2: I appreciated the stretch, but the one thing they're really going to have to work on is their red zone efficiency. You hit it hard. Two for five, 40%, it's not going to do it for you, especially a team like the Raiders who had 11 penalties for 155 yards. That there are not going to be games like that against Minnesota, against against Tampa yeah. Bay, New Orleans, all these really good teams. They're not going to be, they're not going to be able to rely on teams to implode like that uh, and throw three interceptions. Uh, so, but it goes to show you how good of a team they are that they can rely on really good players to make big plays and cause interceptions and run, you know, go for yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, it's man. just and have and have Todd Gurley just run through through uh, uh, cheese paper. It's just, it's not, it's not always going to be like that. So, th- this is a great start. I want to see them become more efficient as games. Go I was on. very
1: happy with it I was very happy with it I'm also happy to say that Brandon Cooks is miles better than Sammy Woo! Watkins yeah. man Brandon Cooks I mean there was some, he made plays... some catches over the middle exactly oh. there were some plays where again Goff missed him but there were also some possession catches by Wonderful. he's a diminutive player Brandon Cooks is and he was rough and tumble getting in there and Todd Gurley man the speed burst that he has to jump through that line is undeniable some
0: of the cuts he made to the outside tonight like when you he, he got a lot he got a lot of pitches tonight it's, on his first touchdown of the night was a little a little pitch shovel hand pass. a little yeah. shovel that he got pitched from from jared goff and the speed he came off on the right side and it was like and i, I looked at brian it was like it's like he they weren't even there it's like he just walked high school in. players it was it was too easy for him to get in if he continues to perform at this level I mean, it's just going to be another Offensive Player of the Year campaign for him. It, 20, it nice. 20 carries, nice. 108 yards. As a Rams fan, you got to be happy about so, that.
1: Before we jump to who the Rams have next week, I do want to say, uh, I, I mean, we knew the we didn't like the Raiders in this booth recording about this, but this team that we saw came out very hot, and then Derek
2: Carr really, really did not have a good second half. Are the Raiders
1: in trouble? Yes. You think so? I it's think, a legit trouble?
2: I think they're in trouble only because I think it's the same thing that not as to the same extent, but I think the Matt Stafford effect, where you're kind of seeing his limitations as yeah, a player. I get and, that. And I, and I think the issue with with Derek Carr is that Derek's going to have to raise his game to the point where he is a game manager and not just completely trying to carry the load. He has yeah. so many good players around him. He has so many good runners. He has so many good receivers. He's got a decent offensive line. And a good offensive mind in Gruden. He's got to know when to make sure that he's putting the ball, at least in a percentage throw, where he's not giving the other team a high percentage throw Turnover play. He just has to be smarter with the ball. He and threw, he, some, bad, bad he threw throws. some really bad balls. But your
1: boy, the rookie, uh, made a hell of a pick in the end zone there. That was a low thrown ball against Jared Cook, but Johnson made a hell yes, of a he pick. Yes, he did. Yes, he did.
0: So w- I think oh I was just gonna say I, I disagree with that completely. I think this was just a one off night for Derek okay. Carr. I, I really don't think I don't think the Raiders are he had in trouble problems last year. Though. I think I think that they're that you know, if I'm a Raiders fan, I'm a little bit concerned, but I, am I worried that this is the end of the season? I, I don't think so. He still found Jared Cook for nine catches and a Eighty I, You brought yards. that up
1: earlier. I think that Jared Cook being so open in the middle is that linebacker problem for the Rams. You they think did, so? They did well against the run, but they had some trouble covering backs out the backfield. So okay, so Cook they the don't match ends.
0: up. So okay, so their linebackers don't match up well against tight ends. A and bit I mean, and Jared, that. Jared Cook. I mean, granted that that could be even a bigger sort of chink in the in the armor for the Rams because Jared Cook is not that hard of a tight end to no, defend. Like in the grand scheme of things, he's not excellent. So he's, he you know, I mean, look, I don't think it's I don't I don't think that it's this is the same situation necessarily for the Lions that it is the Raiders, uh, but I, I think they're going to come back. They come back uh, next week. They play the Broncos and then the Dolphins and then the Browns and then
1: the Chargers and the Seahawks. So they got some games where they can make this up. Well, we will know fast whether Derek Carr is good or not, but before we pick the Oakland game, we need to pick the Rams game. So, Brian, what do we got for the Rams in Week 2? The
2: Los Angeles Rams will be playing the Arizona Cardinals in Los Angeles. That's a win. Well,
1: that's a W. Do we even need to discuss this game? Arizona looked effing putrid against Washington. I think Washington is a good team this year. They might even be a frisky wildcard team, but Arizona couldn't do a thing
2: against them. Non-existent offense, non-existent defense. They let
1: Adrian Peterson run all over them. All over them. Arizona can't do anything, and I think the Rams should take care of business at home in the home opener where uh, yours truly... Might have a front row seat. <laughs> uh, not
0: might, definitely. We will be in attendance, uh, Tony and myself. That, that is that very week. true. We will get to watch some David Johnson. We'll get to watch some Todd Gurley. It's going to be fun. We're going to be four rows back from the Rams' sideline. So that I'm means to
1: it. if you are going to the Coliseum to see the Los Angeles Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals and you want to hang out with the Left Coasters, you send a DM and in Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast on Instagram. We'll we will you. be there. We will love to meet you and give you a sticker. I can't wait for this game and see us destroy the Arizona Cardinals. And I, my guarantee, my guarantee for this game is we're going to see the first NFL pass thrown by Josh Rosen. I don't think I can't Sam wait. Bradford finishes. this oh, game. Oh, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right, and I can't wait. I don't think Sam Bradford finishes this game. So we're all on the Rams. So let's end this Los Angeles section, the battle for LA, the reason we are here, and let's go to our special guest, defending Super Bowl champion, and let's hit the weekly pick
3: Coasters.
1: And now we are here for the weekly Pick'Em section. Again, Brian is our two-time defending champion, but Brian Guy... This week, you went 6-10. and ten. Bad week for me. 6-10. and ten. That is good enough for third place, and you're starting off from behind. Myself, I went 8-8, eight and eight, not great. And Dangles won with a 9-7 and seven record. 9-7, and seven Dangles. What do you have to say for yourself winning week one? I feel good about it. It's week one. There's
0: 15 more weeks to go. I'm sorry, 16 more weeks yep. to go. Uh, so there's a lot of season left. It's a good start, but, um, you know, we're uh, on to Cincinnati. On Humble. to Cincinnati,
1: Humble, indeed. I like it. Uh, the three hosts earlier in this podcast. Podcast. We all pick the Chargers in their game. We also all pick the Rams in their game. But before we get to the Pick'em section, I have to bring in and introduce our guest for this Pick'em section. His Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl last year, in case you didn't know. And he also, if you listened to us last year, called in for that Super Bowl show and predicted a Philadelphia Eagles win. So, my friend, let's welcome to the Left Coasters podcast his first in-studio appearance, Benjamin
3: David Fink. Welcome, my friend. Thank hey, buddy. you, thank you, and uh, I would like to say thank you for admitting that I got the pick right last year. You did! And, and you got, you bet against us, and I didn't appreciate that. I mean, I know that you're from the Boston area, but I just don't appreciate that.
1: Listen, if you play that game a hundred times, I think New England wins about 65 of them. So congratulations, you won one of them. You were right, though, the Philadelphia Eagles won, and now they're back sitting at 1-0. and Do you think they have a chance to repeat?
3: Um, it is so, so, so soon to know that, and we did not look that sharp this week. Nathan. We did not look that sharp, and we didn't have our Lord and Savior wins. No. So w- yeah. you know, we, we got a couple things Yeah, but working. you didn't
0: need him to win the Super
3: Bowl last year. That's that's true but uh, you know I, I don't know what to say about big dick nick. You know sometimes it's huge, sometimes it's like <laughs> a baby's arm long holding an pole apple falls better. Yeah, Long Pole Foals, big dick Ooh. nick. I mean it's all it's 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 good stuff one way or another. <laughs> Hard
2: hitting stuff here on the Left Coasters podcast. So we are having <laughs> we you here to make <laughs> <laughs> We
1: are having you here to make the first of uh, of season 3 the first guest pickem. We do this all throughout the season. We occasionally have guests in here and they will make the pickem slate of that week's games and whoever As the best pick at the end of the year, sitting in this guest host seat, wins the prize. And so, Ben, you are here making the first guest selections. There is no pressure. Right now, you are opening up the slate. So you could clinch it right away with a 16-team win. You think you can do it? I think I'd like that a whole lot. I think so, too. Because right now, for those of you who don't know at home, you know Tony Cavallo likes to gamble. Ben uh, enjoyed a little bit of gambling with me this week one and didn't lose a bet. So he's coming in hot, folks. That's all I'm saying. Again, uh, the three hoes already made their picks for the Chargers and Rams game. So, Brian, why don't you give Ben the Chargers game real fast and Ben can make his first pick.
2: So, once again, we have the Los Angeles Chargers and the Buffalo Bills, and that, again, is at Buffalo. Your pick, buddy.
3: The Bills can't get out of their own way. They're gonna they're gonna hand this game away. Okay, easily. Chargers. That's I think you're I correct.
1: Think so the next game, the
2: Rams. <laughs> Maybe not as difficult a decision. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals at at the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Who you got? The Rams are gonna get in everybody's way. Okay. <laughs> <gonna be> the- <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So now let's move on to the weekly pick 'em challenge Brad. guys
2: start us off with the Thursday evening game here we go we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals an actual sneaky interesting how game. exciting was that trio of of Andy Dalton Mixon and uh AJ oh, yeah. Green oh yeah and and, and Ross ma- ma- and yeah, Tyler team. like whoa
1: the whole team I think a little bit of that was Indy though I don't think Indy's defense is very good no. I don't think Sinzi is very good I think no. Baltimore wins this game in the short week
2: we got Ravens for Tony. This Bengals. is
0: this game is in Cincinnati. Uh, yep. I'm gonna go with the Bengals here to win this one. I like Joe Mixon to have another big game for them Mr. and yeah, Mixon. I, I I think it's just I, I think the Bengals might be a little better than we thought they were.
2: It's really hard to say if the Ravens are that good. I, I'm gonna stick with my steady Eddie uh Baltimore Ravens. That's I think it.
1: Baltimore is the same team every year. They and win they it, really they lose are, it.
2: and they always seem to have Cincinnati's number. So I think Baltimore's safe. Who you got? Think?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And they played in some really crappy weather this week and still put up forty-seven points. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. think I think even right there, that's a good indication that they're going to take this game.
2: Okay. Uh, next, we've got the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Getting right into good that gritty game. Game. That wow. NFC divisional. South. I
0: was going to say divisional right off the top. Let's
2: let's start with you, Dangles. Who
0: you got? Uh, I'm going to take uh, Carolina in this one. I think Atlanta really showed up sluggish in that first game. I Didn't mean. Me. I, I look, and this is, I'm, I come to this if somebody thinks that the Atlanta Falcons could potentially make the NFC Championship game.
2: Carolina is going to be good, and Atlanta just—Matt Ryan looked lost out there. Let me go next. I think this is interesting. I think ooh, this is one week's worth of stats, so take it what it's worth. But currently the Carolina Panthers are the 28th offense, Atlanta 26th, Carolina 4th-ranked mm. defense— Atlanta third, so not a lot of discrepancy there if you want to pinpoint some some differences. I think it le- the Atlanta Falcons played a much better Philadelphia team than the Carolina beat the Dallas Cowboys. I agree with you. I, I really think at Atlanta, I think Matt Ryan is generally not a, a stinker times two kind of guy. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons.
1: I predicted Atlanta to be in the playoffs to win their division, be one of the top teams in the league. I, they need to win
3: this game for that to happen. I like Carolina, but I think Atlanta wins if
2: this game If they lose, that's home. scary. You that's can't scary start to think off
3: about. 0-2 in that division. Fink. I'm big on blocking tight ends, and with that Greg Olson injury, I can't bet – I can't bet on Carolina. <laughs> wow. I like <laughs> it.
1: ATL, for whatever reason you want to think, you pick the team. It you doesn't You heard it matter.
2: first. All right. All right. Next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Washington Redskins. Ooh. I'm going uh, to Washington. Yeah, I, mean, like... I think I am too. Like, uh, I liked Andrew
1: Luck. I thought he looked good. Welcome back. I hope he's great. I just don't think Indy has what it takes. I think Washington's a legit team with a legit coach. Who knows how long Adrian Peterson can stay alive, but hey, if that train keeps running, do it. We got two Washingtons, Dangles. Every year, every single year in the fantasy
0: realm and in the real sports realm every single person in the world second guesses Alex Smith and almost every year he comes out and he performs like a pretty solid NFL quarterback. I'm going with the Washington Redskins here. He's got weapons. Chris Thompson had himself a monster game Huge. last yep. week. I-, I like the Redskins here.
2: Let's uh, let's make a little co- funny thing though. Like, the Redskins started out the season off with the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts. Solid two wins. That's you, can only, you
3: can only play your schedule. So who you got, Fink? I like luck for this one. I want to take Indy. Woo! Upset special. I want, him to, I want him to come back strong. It's going to be the most fun thing to watch. Listen, Somebody it, coming off an injury and blowing it out of the water, I want it.
1: Indy was really close to winning that game uh, against Cincinnati there. Luck threw a late interception, but he kept them in that game, and they don't have a lot of pieces around them.
2: So, hey, good, good for it. I like it. Standing with luck. Next. Uh, next game is where I think we make some differences in this, uh, this season here. The Texans at the Titans. Listen, neither of these
1: teams looked as good as they thought they were going to be heading into this game. The Titans had some weird shit with, like, two different— Hour long rain delays. Uh, Yeah, and Delaney Walker out for the season. We still, as of recording, don't know if Mariota's going to play. It was reported that Mariota lost feeling in his right hand during that game. Always scary. I think I'm going with Houston. I think they played a really good New England team in New England, and, you know, they just started off on the wrong foot. I think Houston's the real deal, though. I'm going with Houston. I feel the same way.
0: I'm also going with Houston. I really think – I mean, they fell apart in the first half against the Patriots. That Patriots front four got a ton of pressure yeah. on Deshaun Watson and made him make some decisions. that I just don't think he was ready to, ready to make. He went 17-34 for uh, uh, 176 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That's not the kind of line you expect from a guy like Deshaun Watson in the first game of the year. I think they kind of got um, – I don't know if starstruck is the word, but, um, you know, they, they weren't uh, ready. I, they weren't ready for the Patriots, and I think that showed, uh, I think the Titans will be a little bit easier matchup
3: for them. Was it even his throwing hand that was numb? I'm going Tennessee. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> now there we
2: go. go. Now he's just making picks to be on the, the other side. Contrarian, if you will. All right, Braga, next we got your Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, start us Batman. off, man.
3: Oh, that's really tough. Honestly, if this was in week three and we could see Carson Wentz in action, I mean, I would pick Philly. He's not coming back in week three. Uh, It's three or four, buddy. That's bold. It's it's three or four, and and it's going to be good. It's going to be glorious. Uh, Um, You know, I agree with you. I think Philly wins this game. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think that
1: was a one trick pony in Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I don't think that kind of production is sustainable either. I think, I mean, Philly's the defending Super Bowl champions. They have a stable defense. Fletcher Cox, I think, showed that he is right back where he started in mid season form playing against the Falcons, getting a ton of pressure on the inside of that uh, offensive line for them. I think he's going to absolutely torture the Buccaneers' interior offensive line and make life really difficult for Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Eagles win.
2: And let's not not forget, and please consider that they still put up 40 points on the Buccaneers' defense in the last game. The Saints did. So they're they're a very susceptible defense. This was
0: a a who-can-score-more-than-the- other team sort of game, and I don't think anybody was expecting that coming out of it, but look, the Buccaneers just cannot produce at at this level every single game.
1: If Foles comes out and makes a few mistakes early and Fitzy is like, we're still slinging it, that, it well be there'd be nothing upset. better
2: for for the nfl to watch a a fitzpatrick rise the tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> team out of the ashes after the winston debacle but i, I i'm sticking with the philadelphia eagles and uh, whoever they got we're under all center. on philly all right uh next we've got the kansas city chiefs at the pittsburgh steelers this is a fun game this is a fun game pittsburgh needs a win after tying
1: and kansas city i think is legit one of the best teams in the afc uh it is where again it is in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I'm uh, I'm going with Kansas City. I
2: think they're the real deal.
0: Kansas City does not come into Pittsburgh and win this game. I'm mm. absolutely taking Pitts-
1: mm. Pittsburgh. Oh, <sighs> Pittsburgh.
2: Okay. Go-, I mean, go for it. I, I, I want to hear what you have
3: to say. I'm going to side with Dangles on this one. Big Pittsburgh. Ben's going to come out sling and, and finally put up some yards, you know? Big Ben
1: goes with Big Ben. I'm going KC. KC, oh, we have an even split. I Kansas just can't City say Pittsburgh. no
2: to I can't say how to uh, I can't say no to Andy Reid. I think I, gonna be a I, I think Andy Reed has got something he's going on. He's a great on. clock manager. You, you're, you're
0: definitely betting on a guy who knows what but to do uh, with the but clock. besides
2: like let's all give I him dealt a with huge. Andy for 11 years. Yeah I was gonna say, you know. You <laughs> know. Let's, let's let's give him a, a lot of props. What he's doing with Patrick Mahomes might be his like the way he his uses his magnum opus, like honest yes, to God. Awesome. He's a sexier McNabb. He's doing something special (laughs) in Kansas City. I think he's going to keep it going. Next, we've got the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Jets,
1: Uh-oh.
0: baby. Yeah. K-E-T-S. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. Sam Darnold lit up the Lions defense on Monday night. I have no reason to no, suspect he, he is. Didn't. Yes, he absolutely did. And there's no, he's going to come out and he's going to do it again. <clears throat> Crowell gets a touchdown. Robbie
1: Anderson gets another touchdown. The it's, Jets win
0: by a score.
1: Here's the thing. I think Sam Darnold's going to make his fair share and fair share oh, of, of mistakes plays? Oh, and yeah. interceptions, but I, I, this Jets team is frisky. I think Miami is lucky to win that game with Tennessee
2: I'm going with the Jets it's going to be a fun game there's going to be a lot of oops moments in this game go Jets I'm going to pick Miami because I think Ryan Tannehill showed that there's a huge the, the Miami Dolphins team is quite different when when Ryan Tannehill is under center compared to everybody else and I think he's got something interesting here with Adam Gates and I just saw what I saw out of the New York Jets is they're just as incompetent as any other team in this league and they got lucky against a real bad Detroit team I think Miami's going to smack them
3: big vent I absolutely agree. Tannehill's a journeyman quarterback, and and Darnold's got nothing proven yet. And um, yep. Detroit absolutely fell on their face and just handed the game away. I <laughs> mean, like so was big it was, it was really bad. All right,
2: Miami shows the veteran presence and wins. According to Fink, what's next? Next one, we've got the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Hot damn! Hot damn! I'm picking Minnesota. Hot damn! If if Put me down for Minnesota.
0: Deshaun Kaiser starts this game. Minnesota wins. If Aaron oh. Rodgers starts this game.
2: Minnesota wins. That's not how
3: this game works. (laughs)
0: Minnesota wins. Minnesota wins no matter what happens, uh, especially with Gimpy Aaron Rodgers. They looked so good. I mean, that defense just absolutely ate Jimmy Garoppolo's lunch. Harrison Smith had at least one sack and a pick as well. He uh, and the rest of that Vikings defense are going to be just as formidable as ever the Packers lose.
2: Uh, Green Bay. Oh, Okay, Homer. I wonder, home pick. I wonder where that's coming from. Homer go pick. ahead, Fink. I, uh,
3: I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to tell you why because I watched at the end of last season, Wentz get absolutely smacked and tear his ACL, and then come back in the game and throw a touchdown. And I think I I think he's hurting. I think Aaron Rodgers is he's really hurting. hurt. Yeah. And hurt. And he could be yeah. and he could be in really rough shape. And yeah. if, and if that's the case, I don't think Kaiser can can take this game. I agree with you. I'm going with Green Bay just because. Hey, man.
1: F you, Minnesota. Next. All game. right. Next, we've got the <laughs> Cleveland
2: Browns at the New Orleans Saints.
1: Yo, I mean, poor Cleveland. I just got to say that right now. Poor Cleveland. You can't go into New Orleans after they already lost to Tampa Bay and expect New Orleans not to show up and beat you up. No way. I'm going with the Saints.
2: Same. (sighs) I did it last week. You no, want to do Brian, it, Brian? Don't do it. Hey, don't be dumb. Yours. It's I, yours. I mean, I pick picking New Orleans, but I, I again, I'll say it again. I want if the there Browns was to one win team, this game. No, if there was one game that I'm kind of like, hey, this this could be that game that we're all talking about because the Cleveland Browns kind of re- you know picked themselves up after a disappointing like loss, you mm-hmm. know, they, like nobody's talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers tying that game. Everybody's talking about the Cleveland Browns tying that game, right? Sure. Well, because like,
3: you've got to crawl before you can walk. Right.
2: <laughs> but but everybody's kind of like mocking them. But why aren't we mocking the Pittsburgh Steelers for tying a game to the Cleveland Browns? Now,
3: they
0: should be the ones who are being mocked because it's the Browns who overachieved by tying the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the, it's
2: the Steelers who
0: underachieved by tying the uh, Cleveland Browns. So my
2: point is can the Cleveland Browns uh, – we'll see. I think it's possible. Fank, I'm sorry. It took too, too long on the No, the, the Browns way. aren't going to win this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Speaking <laughs> of not winning this you next are. game. Speaking of not winning games, we got the line at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh,
1: Jimmy G wins. I mean, uh, I don't think San Fran looked as good as we thought they they're would They're not going to lose the they're Lions l- at they're home. Real. They're real, I understand, though. but losing Goodwin is also a big loss for them. That kid was supposed to mean a lot, and they also already lost Jarek McKinnon. Like, they're losing uh, skill position players left and right, and now you're focusing on Matt Brieta and Alfred Morris and all these other guys who uh, – Pettis, the rookie Still there, who played Pierre well. Garcon. Yeah, who dropped a pass in the end zone for a touchdown. I like right. that Kittle kiss. Yes. Uh, Kittle, they threw the ball Kittle 72 the times end. to George Kittle, but one player does not a team make for Garoppolo. I still think San Fran wins, but I think Detroit plays
2: better. This is in San Francisco?
3: Yes. I'm going to give it San Francisco. Score. San Francisco
2: from the Fink. <clears throat> All right, here we go. I'm going to go for San Francisco, too. I did not think I my pick in. Everybody, San Fran. Uh, next, we've got the, the game of the week, afternoon game. The New England Patriots. At the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, rematch Woo! of the AFC Championship.
1: I want to have Woo! the person to pick first be the man that picked Jacksonville to be in the Super Bowl. Ballerina.
3: Who wins this game? Oh, Jacksonville! <laughs> oh, Jacksonville! <laughs> well, that depends if Malcolm Butler plays. <laughs> oh, no, man! I have to hear that one
2: more time. I listen. think if anything, if anybody, if anybody's the question mark, it's Leonard Fournette. But what was your question?
1: Uh, it's not even. Uh, New England's gonna win this game. Jacksonville barely beat Eli Manning and Saquon Barkley. They stood on their defense, but that offense could do nothing. That offense could do nothing. It's going to be the same thing with that this Houston game with New England. New England has too many tools and has the best quarterback in the NFL behind them. New England wins this game. Dangles.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, the Patriots <laughs> have a great offense and a terrible defense, and the Jaguars have a terrible offense and a great defense. One of those things have got to give. And uh, I am more confident that Tom Brady is going to pick up our Jaguars defense than I am that the Jaguars defense is going to single handedly win the game for them because that's the only way that they beat New England. Even though this is at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Patriots walk out of here with a W 2 0.
1: Fink, are
2: you with the ballerina or are you o- be the
1: Patriots? Okay, thank you. All thank right. you. It's that simple. I'm sorry, Brian. No, I'm not sorry.
2: Uh- <laughs> I hope you're right. I mean, it's we'll be talking about it next week regardless. <laughs> next, we've got the Oakland Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Raiders. Hey man.
1: Raiders, Raiders. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah,
2: Raiders come back and get a win here. They want a win after this.
1: Yeah, but did you not watch the Denver Seattle game? Denver. Yeah, was... I watched it. Uh, Denver. Uh, Case Keenum does not. He look looked good, bad, dude. Are you kidding me? Case Keenum uh, did not uh, look good. Listen, you guys are both idiots. Denver is a legit team and will be fighting for dude, a wild Royce card Freeman spot. Didn't
0: run the fucking ball they, they, until the fourth quarter second you if He was good,
1: but he did not they play will, well. They will be fighting for a wild card spot. You
0: are. You are and, and you are and drunk Oakland,
1: if you think the Broncos are good, as good as they're going to be this saying, year. You said Case Keenum looked bad. Did you watch Derek Carr on Monday? He looked terrible. He looked bad, too. I have too. much more
0: faith in Derek Carr to turn things around week to hey, week I'll than take I do the Case Keenum. I'll take the win. Brian, you, you, are you, you taking can, Oakland Yes, as well? I am. Yes okay, I am.
1: Fink, are you working with Saint, Saint I'm or you go to Denver. Thank you. Denver is winning mm. this game. Denver
2: is better than Oakland. Next game. <sighs> Guy who's, who's running the show? Can't away. wait! Can't wait! To can't rub wait for the yeah, exa- both of us. Thank you, Dangles. Next, we've got the night game. That's the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Great. Dallas I guess, Cowboys I, are scary. Could I be scary to, bad this
1: I year. I get to skip the night game. I get to not watch this game and not care about because both these teams, I think, stick da- I, I thought Dallas no. was going to be
3: good. I, I rescind no. that statement. No, I, the, I the think... The good news is the Eagles have an easy path <laughs> to the playoffs. Yeah, let's give it you to you. You got Washington. You got you, Washington you in there, though. First. You, got, you, got, you pick first. You uh, pick first. Giants-Dallas. Oh, my gosh. We really have... We have a two-word motto, and it's <laughs> fuck the <couch. laughs> Um That's three words, actually. We got, we got a, I saw okay. a count from the booth. They don't, they the don't booth. teach well in Philly. Uh, Who wins again? I'm going to give it to the
2: Giants. Okay. Dangles, who you got?
3: Ooh, this is, you know,
0: it's like trying to choose between whether you want to have syphilis or dysentery on the Oregon Trail. Like I, yes, please. I, I, just, I forgot that part I just of the game, <laughs> syphilis. I just don't. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of, like, a, you broke ty- your leg? typhoid fever <laughs> typhoid. or something yeah, like that's little, that. A little bit different than syphilis. <sighs> I don't know. I, uh, they both suck. Uh, I am going to take dallas here i think uh i think uh, Dak prescott's this is at home this is in jerry world the giants aren't going to come in there saquon barkley is going to have to win this for himself like single-handedly and it, i don't think that's gonna
1: happen. I, I, i'm with dallas too i think dallas and new york played the same team uh in carolina and jacksonville both heavy defense uh, the offense not quite there yet i think dallas wins this game i think they're the better team it's
2: gonna kind of
3: DB with- against the world i mean
2: i'm gonna go with new york Next game, we've got the Monday night game, the Seattle Seahawks at the Chicago Bears. Uh, Another night game, I don't have to watch. Chicago, was,
1: both these teams stink. Wow, you going Chicago, absolutely. Did you watch that game against Green Bay? This Mitch Trubisky is, looked like he yes. he was terrible. I Tony,
0: did watch the down. game against uh, against Green Bay, and they were up twenty-one to nothing at the half.
1: They're with Deshaun Kaiser, Russell Wilson is not Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser gave them ten points, handed it to him. Mitch Trubisky stinks. Mitch Trubisky in that offense decided to give up in the second half and played safe football, the same thing Jacksonville did in the uh, AFC Championship The defense championship is formidable,
0: game. and Khalil Mack made an absolute fool out of the Green Bay offensive line, and if he's going to do that to Green Bay's offensive line, you can fucking bet your lunch
1: that he's going to do it to Seahawks as well. Mitch Trubisky stinks. Russell Wilson is better. Russell Wilson is winning
3: this game. Seattle.
2: I'm going to go Seattle, too. Bears I, win this game, man. I I'm telling the, you what. Rodgers had
3: magic in the second half, but it was Rodgers magic in the second half. There won't be any Rodgers magic. You going Chicago? I'm going to go Chicago. Oh, Smart
2: man.
1: man.
3: Oh,
2: my God. I think the thing you have to consider is what Russell Wilson will do under duress. And there's no scarier quarterback He's the only than thing Russell on Wilson that team. Doug Baldwin is and out. Aaron Rodgers is the only thing Doug on Green Baldwin,
0: Bay. Doug Baldwin is out. They have no offensive line. Chris Carson is their starting running back. I have no idea how you guys can possibly believe that Russell Wilson by himself is going to make this happen. With his wide receiver three, four,
2: and five as his put it option. this way. Put oh, it- and who's his tight end again? I don't even know his Disley. fucking name. <laughs> Disley. It doesn't matter. But here's the point: is if he can, if he can make, if he can make hay against playing Von Miller and Chubb. He can do it against Khalil Mack and and, and, and the uh, the Chicago Bears. I, but that is this week's games. We, everything's <laughs> down. We've got plenty to disagree about, and it's going to be exciting to see the uh, the Broncos lose. Tony, take it away. <laughs> An angry Week Two finish.
1: Uh, (laughs) Leading up to this game. Again, if you want to hang out with the Left Coasters at the Coliseum, hit us up at the DM's Instagram, at the Left Coasters Podcast. Slide ready. Dangles and I will be there for the Rams-Cardinals game. Thank you again, guest Ben Fink, for putting down your picks. Any last words before you head back to New York City?
3: No, thanks for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to see how I stack up against the uh, rest of the guests. You're putting up. You're putting up the first mark of the season three year.
1: Again, uh, Brian, the defending champion, the ballerina Balzerini. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. My name is Tony Cavallo. You can follow us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. We are The Left Coasters Podcast, and we leave you with a hearty. Ram it.